0: Hello
1: there.
0: Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. My name's Bob D, and with me for this show are Adam Tudor. Hello there. And Colm Brown. Hello. The points have come, and we are excited. We are super excited. Uh, they have uh, been released following FFG's presentation
1: video, and we have been having a look. So it was interesting to the, go into the philosophy they went to the points changes with they tried to hit a lot of the more meta lists that you're seeing a lot of at the, the top end of the tables with most of the points changes and also trying to look at how uh, abilities within the Ships and crew upgrades affect whole squadrons.
0: Yeah, it looked to me like they'd basically just gone through and worked out what was popular and increased its points, and what was unpopular and decreased the points a little bit. There's there's one clever exception that we'll we'll talk about when we start looking about how the changes have affected uh, five of the big metalists uh, at the moment. But it's interesting to note that there's there's some stuff that they are continuing to adjust, uh, like proton torpedoes.
2: Yeah, proton Torpedoes have gone up by a point again. I suppose they've just continued to be a strong presence in the meta, still strong. You never know. Maybe they want the new plasma torps to look a bit more favourable next to them. Who knows?
0: Yeah, it could be. And and Duke as well has gone up again.
2: Duke has gone up. Well, clearly, that is
0: focused purely on the quad phantom list. Yeah, we'll we'll have a look at that in a minute. And what we also found out was that their release schedule is supposedly pre-planned uh, obviously it went badly wrong for them with barnes and noble and off the whole of australia not getting the message but they do know what they're doing moving forward and we have a release date for a fortnight on thursday on about the 10th of july when we'll be getting our hands on wave four and excitingly they also hinted very strongly that when they spoil Wave 6 at Gen Con at the end of July. We're also going to be hearing about card packs for the first time, which a lot of people are excited to note. Uh, in this show, we're not going to uh, trawl through all of the points changes. There's a couple of standouts, and then, as I say, we're going to look at some lists. There are a couple of big changes on points that are worth noting.
1: Yeah, so the main one, that I think, is the largest points change is probably Beef. They kind of went through the whole thing they didn't pick out one thing that they thought okay this needs to change they just kind of went nope this needs to be wedges more points cassian's more points b wings got more points as well even though they got decreased at christmas uh really just hit the whole thing
0: yeah i mean we we looked at a typical rebel beef list with wedge ten numb braylon and cassian which was rolling in at 199, and that has shot up to a massive 222 points. The thing that really surprised me was the points increase on Wedge, who as a pilot has gone up from 52 to 55.
2: I think it makes a lot of sense, though, if because Wedge is just very often like how is the best way? I spend 52 points, uh, bang Wedge in. He was just a, like he's not, he wasn't OP, but he was probably just a bit too good. So just knocking him up a couple of points makes a lot of sense,
0: I think. He's a difficult pilot to point because if you don't know what you're doing with Wedge, he's he's an expensive ace who's relatively easy to kill. Uh, and he can die really fast. On the other hand, in the hands of a good player, Wedge is excellent. Mm-hmm. And he's well worth his 55 points. Yeah.
1: And his ability is always just annoying. Being Shooting at six, reducing your green dice at a flat rate, it's, it's just a pain no matter what you give him. Originally we saw him with a lot of proton torpedoes. Then the proton torpedoes went away, and he was still just fine. And that was one of the things they mentioned in the video: was they wanted to try and hit the blanket sort of good PS6 aces and the fives as well with good abilities, and just say, okay, how should these be pointed? And obviously, that's where Wager's gotten caught.
0: But the the real attack on Rebel Beef is is the way that they've approached Cassian. If you take a Cassian build featuring Leia, attack officer. Then that has all of a sudden moved right up from 51 to 63 points. Which
2: is, to me, surprising. I feel the way they've come at beef is they've taken a much wider approach than I thought they would have. So definitely Leia going up, not a surprise. She was way too good for two points. Going up six seems reasonable. You know, I think she's still pretty good at six. But then hitting Cassian's base points, TAC officer's base points. Sending those both up so that bit of the combo gets more expensive. And then also hitting Ten Num and Braylon. Braylon went up by four points. It's quite interesting because Braylon is super good with Cassian. So they're coming at it from both ends there. And poor Ten Num. Like, Ten Num I think is just pretty good. Like I think he has kind of gotten caught up in their enthusiasm.
0: Well, it feels a little bit like the approach they took with the Four Horsemen scum list that was doing very well before the last points change.
2: And Boba as well. Yeah, Boba
0: Fett as well. And and they just went very hard at that list in every aspect. And the result was that it became a monstrous number of points.
2: Well, it's good as well. I think if you want to hit something... You need to hit us. Like it would be very disappointing if right now we were looking at this, going, "Yeah, Rebel Beef is still a very strong list." Yeah, and you probably still will be able to make a strong version of Rebel Beef, just not the, the particular dominant one that existed
0: before. Yeah, I think you might start looking more to generic pilots, and they, they, the ships we haven't looked at. Dutch has gone up as well; he's less of an option, so Rebel Beef has has taken it pretty hard. Likewise, Quad Phantoms. We've seen the basic Sigma squadron go up from uh, 46 to 48 points, and Duke has increased by two points from five to seven. And what that means is that the classic three Duke, one crack uh, squadron has gone up to, I think, 214 points. Obviously unplayable. That's got to be welcome, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, I don't think anyone particularly liked that list, right? It was just kind of bunkered... And just, you know, crab walked along the edge of the board. So having that be kind of shot on the head.
0: Well, the way it worked was that it could control the third of the board really effectively. And mm-hmm. you couldn't go anywhere near that third. Because if you did, you were getting shot with mods that affected your defence and uh, a focus on, on the attack. And it was a list that had enough uh, stamina to to take some return fire. And it would absolutely dominate... A section of the board and it would choose what section that would be using the uh, decloak at the start of the round so doing this affects directly the duke option that it had which means that a key element of that list has gone still playable
2: potentially i don't want, i don't want to rule it out right away basically because a lot of what's good about the phantom is still there the fact that it gets the free evade it has the reposition with the decloak like there's still decent ships uh, they're probably obviously not going to be the same kind of tier they were before, but saying unplayable at this time feels a bit, a bit too much for me.
0: Well, you can just take out the Duke and just go straight to crack, can't you?
1: Yeah, significantly worse though, I think. It is much a much worse attack. The Phantom is still really good. It's still got that the barrel roll and the great action efficiency, as you said, calm. But it is the fact that it's now. I believe 192 points just for the Four Sigmas, and then a seven-point Duke. You're not taking the Duke at all, really, so that's really changed it up. And I think you're going to see a lot of people stick with it, but those people are going to be the people who are good at getting use out of the crack shot and enjoy the challenge of flying the Phantoms rather than just the, this thing murders people.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's a, a very similar sort of approach they, they took to the Gerg list. Dresgurg has been doing well, it's, it's had one open win and it's done well for me. Uh, it's certainly not a list that, that flies itself, but certainly it always felt to me, as I think I mentioned on the last show, that I had one more ship than my opponents and it didn't feel quite fair a lot of the time. And they fixed that by nerfing that list, the hardest of all the ones we're looking at today. And in fact, the hardest of, of any list that was commonly played uh, before the latest points change. We've got Dorsal Turret going up uh, by one point from two to three. And we've got the veteran turret gunner going up by two points from six to eight. And the lot revenant itself, the foundation of the list, going up from 43 to 45 points. And that means that uh, a triple dorsal with hull upgrade on Drea and with a seven point increase on Drea, all of that is coming at 224 points. So it's not quite as extreme as the 230 point list that got nerfed uh, after Christmas. But it does mean that uh, that list is now, I think, unplayable.
2: Yeah, I mean obviously, it's again there's some quite unusual things about this. How they've changed the points. So changing the lock revenant to forty five, just seems a bit weird. Like you're not you already can't play the list with all the other changes they've got in. So putting that up and for example putting the Kimogila down to forty three, like it just now all of a sudden that Skurg is just worse than the chimagila. But I'm very glad they put Drea up, I think, because Scum was in danger of just becoming the faction of here's Drea and the most amount of red dice you can roll or something. So
0: I'm yeah, glad so that Drea's gone up. Certainly felt like that play, it. Um, take a look at the Double Sith Infiltrator and Grievous list that I've played a little bit, Will Pintar's played some of it. Mm-hmm. That's quite interesting. The, the first thing to note is the way that they've approached hate.
1: So the double infiltrator list is making use out of hate by having basically infinite force because they keep taking damage as lower agility ships. That's been fixed a little bit by having now a variable cost based on base size. So that's quite interesting because it that I feel is definitely targeted at infiltrators. I thought initially that it was based on the number of force you had, but if it is just base size, that's targeting in the Infiltrator, surely, yeah. over Vader. Oh, yeah. And it, what it means is that Vader's absolutely
0: fine taking hate, and, and hate is a popular option on him.
1: Mm. He, he remains
0: unaffected as far as that goes, although he's gone up points, I think. Two points. Two points.
2: Basically making it inversely proportional to agility, as things stand, right? So when you're agility one, like the Infiltrators are, you're constantly getting your force back. And you've got so much health, like you're happy to take the damage to get it back. Whereas with Vader, because he's got three agility, it's just not worth as much.
0: And they've given Doku and Maul uh, a couple of points bump as well. The other two infiltrators have gone down a couple of points, which is is interesting. Obviously, those two those two cheaper ones didn't see a lot of play. But I'm also interested in what they've done with Grievous.
1: Yeah, they've put whereas they've put the infiltrators up. Grievous himself and his toys have gone down. Um, so he's reduced by three points to nil, 44 base, and then also Solus One got a four-point reduction.
0: Yeah, he's a tasty ship at 56. He's yeah. a really tasty ship at 56. But 56
1: with outmanoeuvre, yeah.
0: With, yeah, he's got outmanoeuvre, out he's got maneuver. got the title. I really like Grievous at that level.
2: Uh, yeah, he seems pretty good.
0: Uh, he's not an easy ship to fly. He does blow up if you get him wrong, and you need to time him right to sync him with, with your other your other ships, but I can really see that Grievous is going to see quite a lot of table time because he's a great vehicle for uh, you, getting the best out of the Vultures as well.
2: Yeah, and I think you might see this kind of triple threat list that you and Will have tried out with the two Infiltrators and Grievous changed to maybe one Infiltrator, Grievous, and some Vulture droids or something like that.
0: Yeah, Dooku's a really fun ship to fly. His jank is, is quite impressive. There's a lot of triggers to remember, mm. and the the vulture droids, even though the energy shell charges have gone up, they're still a good ship, and and indeed the cheap ones have come down.
2: Yeah, so the same the vulture with an energy shell is the same price as it was before. You can just now get the vulture without the energy shell for cheaper. So like they, yeah. I think that sooner or later you will hit a point where just the raw efficiency of the met you can fit in with other stuff will just be very good. All right, so.
0: And last, but by no means least, handbrake Han. A couple of points changes to that in that Trickshot's gone up and R2-D2 has gone up a couple of points. But the big change is they are taking the illicit slot off Han.
2: It's a very clever solution, really, isn't it? It's the bit of the list that people thought was an MPE. You know, Han at i6 could decide to just stay still when he's, where he's seen where everyone else has gone. So Han, is kind. people think he's fine with that. Take that away. Yeah. You can still fly your big ship turret without the uh, part everyone hated
0: <laughs> and jack will be okay
2: jack's like oh yeah i'll just put stealth device on i think is what jack said <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and and losing the uh inertial dampeners which have gone up in cost depending on your initiative yeah makes sense but losing that slot altogether opens up uh, the possibility of sticking something like a stealth device onto han to to see if he can be a bit more survivable and I'm a little bit surprised that Jake Pharrell is entirely untouched. Outmaneuver's the same, Lone Wolf the same, and Jake himself the same.
2: Oh, Rebel A Wings. I was so hoping that they were all going to drop two points. It broke my heart a little to see they're the same. Like, though, Jake is like okay, Arville is okay. You won't see their others, which is a pity, in my opinion.
0: And as a whole, there's been a lot of tinkering with little bits here and there, mm. uh, which have really, really opened up. Uh, some different list building options. The thing I noticed uh was that Ray has dropped seven points. Yeah. And they're obviously getting her ready for wave four. Yeah. I mean she is a disaster at the moment. But with the option to put layer on there and some interesting things coming with the uh resistance uh, shuttle she could see some more table time.
2: Yeah, I think so. The resist we'll talk about this a bit more, I suppose, on the faction specific bits, but yeah, those shuttles have come in like a little bit cheaper than I thought they would, maybe. Although some of the crew have come in a little bit more expensive. But I think all of a sudden, yeah, those have become viable options.
0: And the Jedi as well uh, were interesting to see. Anakin's gone up by a fair chunk, but the cheaper Jedi have, have come down, where it is now feasible to do a five Jedi list.
2: Yeah, uh, a five of the Jedi Knights with Calibrated, I think you can fit in there. Which, you know, I don't think that's particularly good (laughs) (laughs) I still think calibrated's not great but all of a sudden it's encouraging you to play around right
0: yeah and if you've got a mighty Morphin set of uh, the Jedi then they would look really nice on the table he's muscling in on your territory Tim (laughs) (laughs) okay we're going to be coming back later in the week with some shows looking in more detail at the specific changes in the meantime it's goodbye from me Bob D and it's goodbye from Colm Brown goodbye and goodbye from Adam
1: goodbye the world sets its own needs Listen to your heart, please Tell me the rapture And the reverend